Good evening and welcome to Chase and Prophecy on FM 105.3 in New Orleans, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. I'm Jenny Nicasi, along with my co-host, Sean Kelly, Jason Iampetro, and John Ventry. I am so glad to be here, guys, tonight. Make sure you like us on YouTube, follow us on our Chase and Prophecy Facebook page, and if you think you'd be a great guest for the show, shoot me up with a message. Okie dokie pokies. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Happy Torture Tuesday. Happy Torture Tuesday, guys. Are you guys all ready for Halloween? Oh, hell no. Well, we had one parade (laughs) yesterday and uh, got another parade this weekend. And trick-or-treating next Monday. You like my hat? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) It's my little um, costume this year. Fantastic. Sourcetastic. Wow. Wow. We have a a fantastic show coming up for you tonight. And before we get started, I just want to introduce our guest since it is Halloween. And I hope I don't screw up her name. Um, We have the author. Well, let's just start. Leslie Pan. Pantanay, I'm not really sure. What she she can fix that for me. She is an author who writes on folklore, popular culture, and one of the country's foremost authorities on Halloween. She has shared her knowledge on television specials for the History Channel, The Haunted History of Halloween, The Real Story of Halloween, contributed the Halloween article to the World Book Encyclopedia. That is so cool. She's also written short stories, and many which are included in her debut collection, Unaccustomed to Grey. Out of Chaos Press in March 2022, Leslie is the author who writes on folklore, popular culture, and one of the knowledge of television specials. Sorry, I already did that for the for the History Channel. So, without further ado, I'm going to welcome Leslie, and she can help me fix her um, fix her last name. So, welcome to Chasing Prophecies, Leslie. Go Hi, ahead and fix Leslie. that last Hi, name Leslie. for me. Welcome, Hi. Leslie. <laughs> Panatine. Panatine. That okay. was Panatine. Panatine. That's yeah. what I was yeah. going to say. Wow. That's, that's odd. Well, I'm sorry I screwed that up. I that's usually okay. do that with last names. I have a whole problem with um... You should hear her try to pronounce mine for the longest time. Oh, my, oh God, my God. It took forever. Yeah. <laughs> she still messes it up. Yep. Yeah, I do. I still mess it up. But what are we going to do about that? But, Leslie, it's Halloween. This is your favorite time of the year, I bet. It is. It is. I I love just about everything about it. And I'm up here in Boston, so it's New England. It's you know the leaves are colored. It's just beautiful. It's windy. It's chilly. It's perfect. I bet isn't that uh, Boston, Massachusetts? Massachusetts, right? And that's close to Salem. Are we not right? Yeah. Yeah, I was there yesterday. Oh, oh did wow. you go for the witches uh, cavern thing that they do every year? I didn't do that. I have done the witch's ball before. Um, it was great. Uh, yesterday was Monday, and I thought I would have the city to myself, but no, there are hundreds <laughs> and hundreds and hundreds of people there on a rainy Monday in New England. So, oh, wow. that's crazy. <laughs> it was wow. nice here yesterday. Yes, it was. It was beautiful today, too, huh? Yeah. Is this like uh, in Salem? Is it like really busy every day, 365 days out of the year? No, you know, it's October. It's really October. And um, the weekends in October are insane. Probably a lot like Mardi Gras. 
um, okay. only not as many parades. <laughs> and every the rest of the year, there are people up there, but not nearly the same amount as in October. Spooky season. It is spooky season. It I mean, they run for Things are falling off the wall. Did it, oh, there you go. <laughs> I got a story to That's tell you later. Secure well enough, Jenny. <laughs> so, do they have a lot of like? I mean, I know this is going to be a really, really ridiculous question, but do a lot of people dress up to be a witch just to be a witch, or are they real witches that dress up as witches? In Salem, a lot of the people who come to Salem are drawn there by the witchcraft shops and the presence of witches in the city but mm -hmm. um they are they are tourists there are people who are fans and who just like the aesthetic so just about everybody there is wearing a witch hat but um they're not <laughs> they're not practicing witches there are practicing witches that run the shops and run the seances and and do the okay. psychic readings and things like that but most people are tourists we had uh, here in Monongahela a couple of years ago. I think they did for a couple of years. I'm not sure if it's still going on or not. But they actually had a witch fest at the uh, Aquatorium down on the river. And I've never seen so many people dressed up as witches in my entire life. And they got like this, like dances down and they got vendors. And you know, it, was, it was really cool to see. You know, I don't know how many of them were real or how many were just, yeah. you know, getting in on the action. So, <laughs> But it was cool. It was actually called Witch Fest. Yeah, there's on the action. So tell us about your book and tell us about Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Um, like what part of it? I've been I've spent thirty years writing about Halloween, so oh. I just need just something a little more. Tell us a little history. When did it when did it start? Um when did it start? When did it start here in America? Yes, that would um, be great. Not until after the Civil War, really. I came over with Irish and Scottish immigrants, maybe in the 18th and 19th centuries, but not in a big way. They might have remembered the things that they were doing in their original countries, which is where Halloween came from. It came from Northwestern Europe. Um, but um, we didn't we didn't take to it until after the Civil War when um, we were so obsessed with death because of all the soldiers that had died or were missing in the war. So there was this huge obsession with ghosts. And there was also this obsession with Scotland because it was seen at that time as very exotic and rural and Victorian hostesses loved these two things. And so they started throwing Halloween themed parties, which were kind of Scottishy at first, <laughs> trying to imitate things that might've happened in Scotland in 1700 or 1800. Um, and, but they were things that you would recognize. There, there were witches involved. You know, the image of the witch or the, the jack-o'-lantern and the ghost were there at the very beginning of American Halloween. So we started it, you know, late 1800s. We started celebrating it here. Hmm. Now, in Ireland, did they not use turnips? Oh, yeah, because um, pumpkins, pumpkins are everywhere here <laughs> in North America, but they had turnips. And so... They would carve faces into turnips the way we carve pumpkins. And originally it was to represent the souls of the dead because it was to commemorate All Saints and All Souls Day, November 1st and 2nd. So like All Saints, so, same thing. You know, people are still visiting graveyards. People are still thinking of their dead at this time of year. Was there anything that's, that they still do that maybe 
I guess what I'm trying to say is like, did they, did they really carve pumpkins in the, you know, in the beginning? Did, where did that come into play? And wow. why do people, why do we dress up at Halloween? Pumpkins, pumpkins were, um, carving pumpkins was originally a prank in, in this country. It didn't have, oh. it happened in the fall, but it wasn't associated with Halloween. It was the kids would grab pumpkins from the field because they were everywhere here. And they'd carve faces in them, put a light in them, and then hang them on a stick in front of someone's mirror to scare them <laughs> to death and then run away or jump out from behind a wall and scare someone and run away. Um, so that's how that's what jack-o'-lanterns first were. Jack-o'-lantern means a light that appears and then just disappears. And so our oh, pumpkin yeah. jack-o'-lanterns were first. And then hostesses started to use them when parties became popular because they're a great decoration still are yeah. did you ever hear of uh pumpkin claws no what's pumpkin that <laughs> it's a i don't know if me and my dad were the only ones that started but when i was a kid uh ron halloween he would find like small like a big one and then a couple small like really hard pumpkins that were still real hard and uh he would leave them outside and when i was growing up it was still really cold in october november december right not you know 70 80 degrees but we would save them till christmas time and then we would make you know santa hats and cotton ball beards and put sunglasses on them and all kinds of cool stuff we call them pumpkin claws <laughs> you know in his little elves. you know and they would usually last until you know i'd say probably like january or so you know it was, it was just a cool little tradition that uh i'm gonna work on continuing with my son that's I think cool. it's great. I have never heard of that before. I think yeah, it's it's, cool. it's real cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. that, that pumpkin uh, I just wanted to um, say something real quick. Um, if you wonder why there's no comments, um, StreamYard is having a problem tonight. They sent out a notice that a lot of the Facebook um, can't comment on here. We can't see the comments. So I don't know if you guys can see anything on, if you're on um, Facebook, if you can see Facebook, I don't know if you have it open on your phone or whatnot. So if you see any comments, we can, we can look that way. I don't know how long it's, if it's going to be the whole show or what, but I got a notice when I set up the uh, stream tonight. But anyways, mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that. What got you into Halloween, Leslie? You know, I loved it as a kid. There was something about the freedom of running around after dark in, you know, a cape or with a tail that just seemed so glamorous and unique. I mean, it just didn't happen any other time of the day. But um, as an adult, I got interested in it because I thought it was an ancient, I was interested in ancient traditions and authentic traditions and folklore. And Halloween is all that stuff together. So I started to look into it. And like anything else, once you get interested in something, the subject gets huge. And right. so I just kept looking and looking and looking at it and um, ended up with five books on Halloween wow. of different sorts. But uh, um, that, that, go ahead, Jen. No, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm not like, what? I don't know. You have to give us some more um, Halloween um I don't know. Um, how did how did we get to the point where like monsters and all the crazy, yeah scary stuff is involved with the holiday? Yeah, you know that is that is um, so American. I mean, it's <laughs> always been 
an eerie holiday and a spooky holiday, but not until fairly recently has it ever been a violent holiday or um, a terrifying holiday. <laughs> so although there were always witches around, there was always the supernatural around, it always had this otherworldly cast to it. It wasn't until really John Carpenter's 1978 movie Halloween wow. that mm -hmm. Hollywood mm -hmm. and Halloween came together and Halloween became kind of a horror holiday. It did a couple of things. It brought teenagers and older adults or adults back into celebrating Halloween because up till then it had pretty much been a kid's holiday, right? Oh, and yeah. you outgrow trick-or-treating, what do you do? Well, if you have a horror movie that's set on Halloween, that's called Halloween, that's about Halloween, it all of a sudden makes it more adult and certainly mm -hmm. more graphic and more violent and more, I don't know, I guess adult is the best word, but it brought <laughs> um, older kids back into Halloween. And then there were tons of fans of horror that discovered the holiday Halloween. It's like, we can celebrate this. I know how. And after that, he, there was this whole slate of slasher movies and Halloween and blood kind of got married <laughs> together. And the whole haunted entertainment business exploded like in the 90s and the early 2000s so that now we've got plenty of entertainments for people looking for a more i don't know vivid halloween than somebody who might have been raised on betty boop's halloween party <laughs> but, oh jeez! Um, now over in uh ireland and scotland people dressed up was that too from what i heard is to scare the evil spirits away from the house you know um that that is very possible but they also dressed up to disguise themselves when they went house to house begging for food or beer or money right. which was you know something that happened along all of the big church holidays and all saints day was a big church holiday uh but over time, it became more of a fun thing. So you you really disguise yourself. You disguise your face, your body, your voice, and then you bang on someone's door and just burst into their kitchen and demand that they feed you and, and give you liquor. And oh, wow. <laughs> nowadays, you have the cops coming. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are, you know, costumes. They're disguises. I mean, costumes used to be about disguising yourself. And um, I think it's it's fun that now it's about, you know, showing some part of yourself that that the world maybe has never seen before so costumes are more um not just revealing physically but revealing i don't know psychically as well they're not disguises <laughs> oh they're not disguises okay. not anymore. i don't think yeah. anymore it's a way for folks to uh let their inner out without being ridiculed exactly let your inner out or even even if you are completely in a costume that no one can tell who you are, it's still, it's still a way of expressing what you want or who you want to be. So you're inside of a dinosaur costume. You can ask differently than if you're, you know, in a airbrushed bikini costume. <laughs> I, I tell you what, it, it's interesting to, uh, if you're wearing a costume to like get into character, I guess, because we were at uh, a friend of mine had a, uh, like a Halloween kind of haunted house at his house that he built for, you know, like kids and, you know, neighborhood and neighbors and everything. And uh, so he had his 
uh, theme this year was all like movie characters. So he was Leatherface. I was Jason Voorhees. Uh, we had Jeepers Creepers, and, and he had it all set up real cool where you, you would start the entrance and you know, walk down and stuff would pop out and jump out. He'd come right out of the chainsaw. But <laughs> it was fun to be Voorhees because, you know, I've seen all the movies and I'm just thinking, okay, well, I really don't, I don't say anything. But, you know, I got to, like, moan and groan, but I got to sell, like, the slasher thing. So I had a machete with, like, fake blood all over it. And, you know, it made it look like I was, I was about to uh, slice up, you know, the – one other actor that was in the room with me, then I'd look over at the people that just walked in and, you know, do my best to scare them. <laughs> Some of them weren't running out of there, which is pretty cool. I mean, if I saw me, in, you know, standing behind a fog machine and everything with a machete, I'd take off as well. But it's just neat to, you know, take on that persona of yeah. you know, characters and everything for the, for the season. It's a good time. It's definitely. I mean, and in the hundreds and hundreds of people that um, mostly volunteer for those haunted houses, you know, the big ones that we have in every state, they love it. And that's what they love about it. You described it really well. There's this, this sense of I, you're performing and it's powerful. And yeah. there's something really fun about making people afraid and to run away from you. Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every second of it. I was like, I need to start doing this more often. <laughs> Where did the black cats come from? Oh, the black cats have been um, associated with Halloween, just the image of the black cat. They came along with the witch, which, which kind of, I would say it happened in the 1600s when, um, witches became associated with Halloween and cats are associated with witches and all, so are other nocturnal creatures. You know, a cat is a night animal. So you get the cat and the bat, things like that are associated with Halloween, things that fly around at night. It's a dark holiday, right? You can't celebrate it in the light. Yeah. Well, that's in the city funny. of Pittsburgh, you can. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Over there, like in the city, like, there, there's some sections of Pittsburgh where they have trick-or-treating and at the day, like, they'll never do it at night. The, yeah, yeah, yeah right. I remember that. You're right. You're I, right. I, I remember when I was a kid, I lived I lived right just right outside of uh, Pittsburgh, and when I was a kid, they still had it. They started moving the time back. It was like 7, then it was 6, then it was 5, yeah. and now it's like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. And I think it's just like a safety thing because there's yeah. so many people that don't pay attention when they're driving. Or playing yes. on their phone, uh, the kids yeah. are getting run over. Yeah. yeah, since the 70s, there's been a bigger and bigger emphasis on safety. And so you're right, trick kids trick-or-treat during the day. Kids ce kids celebrate during the day. Put them um, to bed and then the parents go to play at night. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, the, parents, the parents steal all the Reese cups. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that's called, uh, for you know, for us guys, that's called dad tax. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, we read the kids candy. That's that's yeah. funny. <laughs> that's funny. But, but I still don't understand why why cats. I mean, black cats. I mean, is there anything? Is there any other thing in the history that would would superstitious you know, to black cats? It's not. Why not black dogs? Yeah, black right. Hermit. Yeah, hamsters. Um, in folklore. <laughs> The witch was associated with the cat more than any other animal, except for maybe, well, they were associated with different animals in different cultures. But in Northwestern Europe, the cat and the witch kind of went together in, in folklore. 
the witch would have a cat. Um, the witch would have a broom. It was it was a domestic scene that this witchcraft um, kitchen things belonged to witchcraft. They belonged to women. So the cat and the witch came together into Halloween iconography. But um, the black cat again, just because it's nighttime and black is dark and black and witchcraft go together. <laughs> Just so people boring. are like, oh, I got crossed by a black cat. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. And I usually come back and say, you know what? Well, this black cat crossed in front of me. Oh, my God, I'm cursed. I said, no, it's just going to across yeah. somewhere. You ain't going to be cursed. Yeah. I, that's that's bull uh, I just want to apologize. It seems like there's a lot of people that are having issues with um, YouTube um, and the video. I'm not sure what's going on, but. Robert says he keeps getting booted and another person up on top said that they keep it's frozen. So I really do apologize. This is not on our end. This is on StreamYards, and I do apologize. Hopefully it'll be archived. And if you can't see it live, you can see the retake of it. Um, so I'm not really sure what's going on with the, with the, uh, the stream works tonight. I do apologize, um, but oh, you can post no. your post. If you have any questions for Leslie, go ahead and put them in the post. She's only here till nine forty. Um, she has she did, she she has a busy schedule, and she can't stay with us long. So if you have a question, please post it. Go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just going to ask her if there's someday you can uh, spend like two hours with us. Yeah, two um, hours. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there is. It might not be right before Halloween, but there certainly is. Oh, great. We would love to have you back when everything's working. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. It figures it it's must us. have been a black it's cat just, on somebody's computer. It seems like it's always us, so I don't understand. I don't, I'm not sure why. But that's what the was way your it is favorite show costume, business. Leslie? What was your favorite costume when you were young growing up? What would you what was your favorite costume you oh. were? Um, I gotta say my dad was great at making costumes and he used to make them for my brother and myself. And he had a really great year when we were a pair of dice. It was oh, wow. just different. He made them himself. And okay, so we were a pair yeah. of dice. We were all sevens on all, all sides, no matter <laughs> where we turned, we were seven. But of the costumes that were just me, mine, um, I tended towards the glamorous being my favorite, you know, I liked to dress. If I was a little girl today, it would be a princess. Back when <laughs> I was kid, it, it was just any kind of pretty clothes, any kind of big dress mm -hmm. um, oh, was, yeah. was fantastic. And I also, um, you know, you can't go wrong with a cat when you're a kid. No, you can't. <laughs> Especially a black cat. A black cat. Especially. <laughs> Is, is there any kind of special drinks in history that go with uh, Halloween? Um, there was things that go with the harvest at this time of year were associated with Halloween. So apples, nuts, you know, pumpkin, <laughs> cabbages, kale. So I would say apples. Yeah. Then you've, got, you've got mead going or beer or uh, different kinds of alcoholic beverages like that. Beer and mead. There, yeah. Um, and the children bobbing for apples too. That's great. Yeah. You know, and did you ever bob for apples, Sean? Oh God, no. My mouth was too small for that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. 
It was too small. I, I wouldn't. Nah, nah. I couldn't <laughs> you do had it. a small mouth, huh? But see, back then, right? You, you, you could do that, and you didn't have to worry about catching any type of diseases like right now. You couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Because somebody's face was in there. But you know, me and Jenny, we're you know we're getting up there in years, but we survived it all. You yeah. know what I mean? We survived it. So with all the you know, you can't even like uh, walk somewhere. You know, I remember the oh, John. Oh, that's scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Take the costume but, off, John. Jeez, that's not the next week. But I remember um, at one point in time where they would put razor blades into apples. You remember that? Wow. I heard about that. You know, my parents yes. always be like, "Go check your candy." Yeah. yeah. Everybody like, heard about it, but um, the sociologist that studied it found out that it didn't actually happen what didn't happen was there wasn't an anonymous sadist out there putting razor blades and apples and giving them to kids at trick-or-treating it wasn't a stranger danger thing um but when things happened when you would find pins or something in that it was usually pranks played between siblings or copycat incidences or something like that. There wasn't that original, what they call Halloween sadist. That's, that never happened. That's the myth. But oh. it was a time, it happened in the 70s when we were kind of worried about children. And so it made sense to everybody that strangers might be dangerous. And that's okay. why it's it's so deep in our culture. I mean, everybody's heard it. And probably everybody knows somebody who knows somebody that it happened to. But it's one of those things that the, the main thing never happened. <laughs> but oh, then so it never happened, happened huh? so much that you think it did. See, I want to or run you... that past uh, like all the folks that are out there today because we've got younger generations eating Tide Pods. Uh, doing a coronavirus challenge where they were like licking toilet seats and door handles and stuff. So, you know, that's one of those things I think it needs to be kept under the table because, you know, it might be the next challenge. I don't, I'd hate to see somebody get hurt from doing something stupid. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Hi, John. How you doing? Hey, just because you guys were tied up. I was at the uh, Senate debate, uh, a watch party and, uh, John Fetterman crashed and burned, and Dr. Oz did great. I think. Uh, Oz, what does that have to do I with think, I think Oz sealed it. <laughs> okay. I think he sealed it. That's scary. Okay, but all right, move That's on. scary. Thank you. John, this is Leslie. She Hi, Leslie. writes a lot of stuff about Halloween. Yeah. You know, but uh, I really cannot. I wish everything would have been okay today for the show. and. We're, I'm looking forward for you to come back on the show, you know, when you have time where you can actually sit, you know, stuff like that. Can I ask one question to Leslie? Yeah. Yeah. Leslie, do you, when I was a kid, I was big time into horror and all of that. And, you know, I dressed up as monsters and Frankenstein. I was offended by kids that wore, you know, Cinderella, Wonder Woman, <laughs> that type of stuff. I, I That's the way oh, I viewed geez. Halloween was monster night, you know, but. As I've as I've gotten older, I realize that I am very concerned there. about the introduction of the occult to children through Halloween, through witches, etc. What's your feelings on that? 
You're probably um, going to get offended, John, because <laughs> Leslie <laughs> loves like the big gowns and well, yeah, Cinderella. yeah. Dress up? Let the my offense question. commence. <laughs> yeah, my, my question is though: Are we introducing kids to the occult as opposed to it's just a fun night? Um, I personally do not believe so. I, I personally was today with a seven-year-old girl dressed like a beautiful witch, and I, there was nothing that she didn't have any inkling at all of anything other than it was a great witch costume, and it was tons of fun. So, you know, I can't see a, a seven-year-old dressed as a witch inviting any kind of occult anything i think that falls on the parents more than anything yeah you know with yep. kids like it depends oh. what the parents are into and if they let their kids see you know even if the, they're into you know some occult stuff or whatever you know that's fine everybody has their own thing but I've, i feel like that depends if they let their kids see what it is and be around it and you know as compared to hiding them from it i guess Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you go to parties and uh, more kids are introduced to Ouija boards Halloween night than any other night. So, I mean, it's something as a kid for me, uh, I loved all of that stuff. But as an adult and having my own encounter, I, I'm really concerned about it now. So, you know, there's that subtle message that gets sent to kids with it. And I, I'm actually kind of worried about that. You know what? That's a good point because... Um... Say uh, the next challenge is the Ouija challenge, and all of a sudden, all these kids are you yep. know bringing demons up, and now we got the apocalypse because there's yeah. just demons floating <laughs> <around> everywhere. <laughs> Jay, Jay, you're right about that. Hey, you don't That's know. True. You never know. Oh, it brings up a lot. A lot of religions don't even like to celebrate it because it brings up that. Well, you For know, them. churches. Well, you know, when, when the Puritans came over and when this country was founded, Halloween was outlawed until the uh, Irish famine of 18, I don't know, 45, 60, whatever it was. It was the Irish that brought Halloween trick-or-treat to America about mm. 170 years ago, and it became mm. popular again. But mm. there was no trick-or-treat in 1800, 1700. Uh, they were very. The Puritans were very much against that, you know. So how, the Puritans, how scary there was were no the Halloween. There costumes. was no Halloween in America. There was no Halloween in Puritan America. No. That's what was, I said. Yeah. 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 It, it wasn't you said, for the Irish. You said that they banned it. No, it just didn't exist. Well, they no. they could have brought it over, but the Irish would have. No, brought a it Protestant over. would never have brought over Old Saints Day or Old Souls Day. But you're right. It was the Irish that did. Yeah, they brought they brought it over. So the the Irish brought Halloween over. Oh yeah, Irish absolutely. and Scottish. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's you know that, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's me. Those mix yeah. again, Sean. You guys yeah. are involved in so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could do a whole story on the mix that came over during yeah. that film, and they stuck them in the Civil War battle. That's but right. we won't get there. We won't go there on that one. And invented service because it's Halloween. Else. Yeah. And I enjoy Halloween. Yeah, you know, hey, it, it, you know I love November first because all the Halloween candy is fifty percent off. <laughs> That's true. And then, Jay, and then November second, all the Christmas candy gets put on the shelves, and the Halloween Christmas gets tree off. cakes have hit the shelves. They should just merge them all together into one big holiday. Get it? Did, did you explain the uh, you know Halloween night, All Saints, All Souls night? Did you guys talk about that at all? 
what that means or anything? Um, no. I can do it briefly, but then yeah. I have to slip away. Yeah, okay. yeah she's, I hope, she's... I, I that's okay. But, yeah. you know, you're right. All saints and all souls were set by the church um, November 1st, November 2nd. Um, all saints came first in about 800 and all all souls in about 1000 AD. And All Saints was also called All Hallows. So it gave Halloween its name. All Hallows Eve is the night before. And All Souls gave it its juju because All Souls is about remembering the dead. And yeah. Halloween to this day has a lot to do with the spirit world, you know. So it was the church that really, really influenced the holiday ultimately. <laughs> And I thank you guys for having me here. I've got to. Thanks. I got to get off my broom and go. Okay, you get on your broom, but thank you so much. You can check out Leslie for having us. An American Holiday, American History of Halloween on Amazon. You can get it there. But thank you again for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, that leads us to our next guest. Go ahead, Sean. John, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, I was in uh, New Mexico, and uh, they had some a lot of the Mexican shops there with Day of the Dead. So I saw a, a wedding cake topping of the bride and groom as skeletons till death do us part. You know, so I bought that, and I didn't know how my kids would react to it. But you know, when my son he got married first, I, I gave that to them as a gift, and I said, put this on the cake. They understood it right away till death do us part, right? And there was two skeletons through life, through death. They put it on the cake. How about your daughter? Uh, I got. I did the same for her. I, 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 I think it was about two years later. Uh, I bought one for her and gave it to her also. But I didn't know how they would react to that. Uh, well, I don't know if I would like it, but that's well, okay. That's I, said. I didn't know, you know how they would take to it, but they thought it was cool. <laughs> so I, don't cool. I don't know what, what a skeleton on my wedding cake. You know how they looked at it? They saw dad get divorced and it hurt them. Oh, and I think, I think for them it was till death do us part. Matter of fact, my, both my kids have said that I am never going to get divorced. So, you well, know, that's no, good. That's okay. Yeah. I know, I said that too, but here I am. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, unfortunately, it's a fifty-fifty by statistics nowadays. So you got uh, yeah. two kids that are married, right? So one of them's going to. So end one up should, yeah. But yeah, yeah unfortunately, unfortunately. that other person in the relationship. <laughs> so if there's a third party involved, forget it. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, I meant the spouse being the other person. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Spouse, right? You can't control. No, you, you can't. Yeah, we so can't. You might want what you want, but that isn't the way it goes. <laughs> well, we have a special guest coming on the show, Psychic Media. Um, her Psychic Media Queen. I don't know her real name, but I guess that's what she calls herself. And I'm going to go ahead and bring her on. And she's a uh, clairvoyant. She's a medium, and she's she's got a great, fabulous. Uh, following and uh she's a teacher spiritual um speak she's a spiritual healer a motivational speaker oh my goodness gracious she's she's got it all so we're gonna head and bring her on and she's gonna be doing some mini ratings and if you would like one please shoot us a comment in the um chat and i'm gonna go ahead and bring her on um welcome to chase in prophecy psychic medium queen <laughs> hello thank you so much Hello, How did everybody. you get that name? <laughs> Psychic medium queen. Well, 
Well, I'm a psychic and I'm a medium. That's first and foremost. As far as the queen part, that's how I carry myself. It just fits. Spirit just put it all together. John won't like that. He's not into fancy clothes and Halloween <laughs> gowns and princesses. <laughs> and you're a queen and you wear your crown very nicely. <laughs> yeah, but can, anybody John can call the themselves pooper. a queen, but it's the definition that matters. It's how one carries themselves. So it goes a little bit further than that. There you go. That's good. And tell us about how did you get involved in this? Was this something you were um, born with? I was born this way. Well, we're all born with psychic gifts. We just have to do the work to open up that box. I've known I was gifted since the tender age of 13 years old, but it wasn't until I went through my dark night of the soul that I really opened up fully. I mean, we're constantly working until the day we cross over because our souls are eternal. So in school is... Earth is like a school, so we're always learning. Um, but the more work you're willing to do, the more you can assess. That's amazing. Um, so do you, when you say you're a medium. I can channel you, those who crossed over. Okay, so you channel people who crossed over. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, is this something that you, do you see? Do you, how, do you just visually, like in your mind, like an imagination that like you see them or is this something you feel? I will, I'm an extreme empath, so I can feel whatever it is the person has crossed over from. Um, I can actually visually see them. I've been able to describe people from head to toe and it goes further than that. They showed me how they crossed over, whether it be something as detrimental as unaliving, drug addiction, illness, you name it. Um, if it's meant for me to see it, I will see it. And I will fill it. Jason, so what are your thoughts on that? Um, so I'm you trying to put my thoughts just, together. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting to see. I always I'm like to. to see I always like to, to put people. Because... I like to put people on the spot. <laughs> I, I'm waiting to see wait, what John has wait. to say, so he doesn't no, get all I absolutely believe that that's true. Uh, you know, in, in my mind, you know, when Adam and Eve were born, they had a direct connection to God. And, you know, after 300 generations, and that's what it's been, um, we still have that latent ability for uh, telepathy, these connections to the spirit world. Some people yeah. have it more than others. And yeah. I believe that 100 percent. Matter of fact, when I that, that stuff went on in my house for years afterwards, I had some psychic abilities. It was it was amazing. You know, I would say maybe it's waned a little bit after eight years, but um you know, I, I know it's real. I, I give you an example. My my first grandson uh, flew out to St. Louis for his baptism. And after it was all done, everybody was over the in-laws house. We were all getting ready to leave in the cars. And I had this overwhelming of, uh, uh, feeling that we were going to get in a car accident and the baby was going to get hurt. And I said to my daughter, can you put a pillow on the door in the window next to him and they all looked at me what are you crazy and i said i just i said i'm riding with you i got a bad feeling i'm riding in the car with you in the mm -hmm. baby. that's called your and, intuition and yeah and i tell you what we were the third car at the light light turns green first car second car third car us i looked to the left there's a car running the light t-boned us uh right at the light i don't think he hit us that hard maybe 40 miles an hour or so baby screaming the airbags go off and you know it's like I knew that that was going to happen, you know, and the, the, even when the kid was born, yeah. when the kid was born, I woke up at five in the morning and I had a picture in my face of a woman with short hair. And she says to me, she's in a field of butterflies right now. 
I didn't know what that meant. I get up, I check my phone, my daughter's in labor. I look up what butterflies mean. That That's the soul of a child coming down from heaven. And my grandson was born. So wow, that's beautiful. It's, it's, yeah, it's real. It's definitely real. It's very okay, real. Well, it's, gonna, it's not a matter of fact of trying to prove whether it's real or not. Every single person that you, I've taken on as a client can attest to it. And then even more than that, actually I just covered this in my collective reading. There's no way in the world that we can be in different parts of the world and experience the same thing. That's proof in and of itself. For example, I actually recently had a great loss in my family. Physically, I had three people die in my family and cross over at one time in a car accident recently. And the same thing that I experienced as a medium, that's okay, I'm be sorry. The same thing that I experienced as a medium, experiencing my sister being the, I call it the in-between, seeing her in the darkness before she crossed over to that light. I talked to my client who experienced the same thing that had left her body for a split second, but she begged to be put back in her body so her mother wouldn't lose another child. There was no way we could have the same exact thing happen and be in two different parts of the world and share that same story. And I even described her brother who had passed off, passed over to the letter without seeing him. There are people who have this, like myself, and there are people who I call are the storefront psychics, the people who are cold reading, the people who are faking it. Not everybody's meant to do this. I'm an authentic, I was born this way. There are people who, are, who try to study this. You can't study this. Either you are this or you're not. We mm. all are this, but there's a payment and a great payment to acquire it. I've paid it and I continue to pay it. Just like I feel, I, I kind of knew this was coming because I felt a lot of angst and now I understand where it was coming from. It makes mm. sense because not everybody yes. believes or understands it. So I, I, it's, I didn't, ex- I, I, you can't prepare for everything, but spirit always keeps me, it keeps me prepared enough to be able to perform the way I'm supposed to. And when it's just me and my clients, it's just me and them. And the experiences that they had, it's in the feedback, it's on my page, it's on every single platform, it's on Google. You can't make that up. And you can't, make, yeah. you can't pay somebody to have an experience like that. Either you do or you don't. You know, when you, so whose form becomes to me? When you mentioned being in two places at once, um, it, it makes me think of the guy from the, the, in the UFO field, uh, Lockheed Skunk Works, when he was asked, how do you travel to the stars? You know, he asked the crowd, how do you do that? And uh, Jan Horizan, who was the head of MUFON at the time, said, you do it with your mind. And he said, that's exactly how we do it. You can't physically, in a ship, travel to the stars, but you can do it with your mind and be there also, just like you're saying. Yeah. And um, we're going to go ahead and start these mini readings with um, Psychic Medium Queen. Um, our first person it, to get a mini reading. Jenny we're sh- No, <laughs> we are going to do these. Um, we're going to. I'm going to set a timer because we don't. We want everybody to get a chance. Um, the, we have the only this- thing about the only thing about these readings is I have to have the energy and the capacity and feel safe uh, to do it and feel welcomed. And and the way in which the show has went so far is not what I imagined it would be. I'm just being very honest, which I've kind of prepared for as well. Um, if this is a matter of we're going to see if we can see and vet the psychic, then that's a poor pull for me. And that's never going to be good energy. And what was that? What did you I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you mean. It has the energy uh, has to be good because I'm very particular about the energies I read, the people I deal with and everything, because that's imperative. Very bad energy mm-hmm. makes for very bad outcomes for any. Oh, yeah, I can understand that. 
Um, do you, are you feeling, and this just you didn't feel feeling... welcoming. It, it, feel, it oh, felt more like a, oh, I want to pry on the psychic as opposed to the psychic coming in and doing what she's good at. Oh, that no. I don't care for. I'm sorry you don't. I'm sorry you feel that way. No. Um, um, I, I'm really excited about you being here. I'm very honest. And even some of my clients are here and there. They don't feel the vibe is a very good one either. I can't work under those kind of conditions. But I do appreciate you guys asking me on. And I usually don't do anything. I don't believe in reading for free because that's bad energetically anyway. That's really bad karma. But I wanted to come in and be of service like I am to the collective every single week on my YouTube channel, Psychic Medium Queen. I read celebrities as well as I read for the collective as well as my one-on-ones, but it has to be comfortable. No, I'm it sorry. You're not comfortable. Is there something that one of us did or said? This, the whole setup was, is yeah. Well, it didn't feel very welcoming, but I appreciate you guys. And I hope you guys find somebody more fitting that you guys can give the questions to and things like that. Well, I'm sorry, girls in the green. I'm sorry. There's a couple of people that were waiting for a reading. I do apologize for the. Hmm. I'm sorry. You still there? Hello. She's gone. But wow. for nineteen, but for nineteen ninety nine, I'll do the readings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand I, that at all. Oh, I, I'm confused. I have, I'm confused. Uh, she didn't want it. She did not feel welcome, and she doesn't want to be on the show. I, I, I said I believed in in it absolutely, and I gave examples. So I don't get it. I don't get that at all. Well, that's a shame. I guess I'm going to have to. Tell Alexis we're sorry that we can't do it. Um, she's not. She did not feel welcoming on the show. I don't know why there was. Was there Jason? Oh, did she, you think something was out of line? The, I'm honestly confused. I mean, we had, that's the that's a first for uh, us. She said she also said she doesn't do readings for free. Did she? Well, that's she, not what she said. Well, she knew exactly <laughs> what she was on the yeah, show. So, for. Oh well, there you go. We offended her, so whatever. Yeah, we offended her. Yeah. I feel yeah. well. There goes one for the record books. Well, I have never done a show and not offended somebody, so there you go. But I didn't offend her this time, so there you go. You didn't say anything out of line. No, I, I, I believe in it. You didn't. Yeah, the one time. I <laughs> one was, time, I John didn't it. say anything to offend people. Yeah. Wow. I believe it's true. So I, you know, what am I going to say? Okay, uh, you know what? Interesting. <laughs> um, on Halloween <sighs> night, you don't have any other guests coming on, do you, that I can offend? No. Oh, okay. So on Halloween night, what would be your most your favorite movie that you would play on Halloween night and sit with your kids or whatever and, or your date and watch? Oh, that's a good one. I would go with uh, Frankenstein, the old-time Frankenstein. Oh, okay, the first, yeah, the black and white. 1932, yes. I think that was. I think those are the best horror movies I've seen. Oh, they were great. They and were. you got to realize that's like 12, 13 years after silent movies. You're only a decade into talkies. And some of the greatest movies ever were made in the 1930s. King Kong, Frankenstein, Dracula, Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz. It's unbelievable. Werewolf. So, werewolf. Yeah, the werewolf. Wolfman, yeah. Uh, all right, so, so Jen, what movie would you watch on Halloween night? Well, I just watched a Halloween, um, John Carpenter's Halloween, but it wasn't with Jace, Michael Myers. It was really strange, um, very strange. Is that a newer one? Is it new? I, no, it was old. It was from the. It seemed like it was from the 
eighties. I watched it with my son and it was, it was like this guy that was, he had like a costume company that he did masks. And if oh, you put okay. the mask on, um, if they watched a commercial and they became like, uh, they would blow up or something. It was horrifying. Oh, it was terrible. I know. It was very, very weird. How about Jay? What would you watch on Halloween night? Uh, you know, I've always been a, probably my all time favorite series of movies is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies because they're just scary at any time of the year. But uh, between those and the Jason Voorhees, like I love the Halloween series um some of the newer ones eh, it's okay whatever but you know the old school ones are good but i think for you know for halloween night it would probably be the jason Voorhees for me i've been that yeah. character multiple times since i was a kid and there's just something about it you know that, that really pertains to that day for me yeah it's funny how tastes change over years i used to own every slasher movie that was made and uh during COVID, i went back and watched them all and I have no taste for that slasher, blood and gore mm, stuff anymore. There's got to be a story to it, you know? And yeah. I, I, I took them all. I put them in the raffle basket for the MUFON conferences. I got rid of them all, you know? But for <laughs> me, I would, I think the movie I would pick and watch would be Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. It's just, the, the, you know, the atmosphere, it's Halloween. I, I think that would be such a, a cool movie to watch on Halloween. Have you seen night. the new one that just came out? Uh, I'm waiting. My son wants to watch it this week with me. So uh, I'm waiting to see it and we'll see if it I actually ends. <laughs> I saw some trailers. I watched it. Yeah. I watched the entire movie. So I won't spoil well, how many it stars? Me. How many stars would you give it? For me personally, I'm in like the out of, of how many? What, five? Five. Five. <sighs> for me, you know, following the series and what I liked about them and everything, I'm going to probably go with like a, I'm going to say like a three for me three. okay yeah. yeah i mean how many times can you do it you know I, I thought halloween h2o on the 20th anniversary was the end but they've done four more since then <laughs> then rob zombie did an awesome remake oh, and... yeah well you know that too I, I i it was so brutal i bought it and then i gave it away i said you know i, I just don't want to watch brutality like that you know but i used to love that stuff i used to watch it all the time so now the next question with movies would be that's your Halloween movie. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen? How about Sean? Oh, wow. Scariest. Scariest? Holy crap. Scariest. Exorcist the, was the, the Bride of Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And the first thing that... You know the Leprechaun series? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Leprechaun The Leprechaun series? Yeah, well... Yeah, that's your, that's your Irish mythology. I'm telling you, man, it just like now. See, people are saying The Exorcist, and that didn't bother me. You know what I mean? It's Listen, just, the scariest was, movie for me is the original uncut version of the what 78, 79 Exorcist, like the uncut version. Yeah, it it, it still scares the heebie-jeebies out of me to this day. And that movie's how old? And I've seen it how many times? Like it's it's just freaky. It's um, next year's the fiftieth anniversary. Sean, oh. when I was in Dublin, there was a leprechaun store. Was there? What, yeah, with all leprechaun <laughs> stuff. It was on the main road. Well, it's on the main it. road where the the river. I don't remember the name of the river or anything there. But Damn. there was a there was a, a leprechaun store right there. Yeah. Did we ask Jen? Jen, did you say The Exorcist? 
Yeah, The Exorcist was my is scariest, 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 scariest. I'll show you my scariest. I got it on the uh, mantle here. This movie scared the crap out of me at 16 years old. I kept seeing her face. Ooh, take that off. Isn't it? <laughs> Why would you oh, have that? Word. You have it on your mantle. You well, know, you know what? You oh, see, Jesus. You see the signature? Okay. That's, that's the, the girl. I bought it from her at the... Uh, Linda Blair. Yeah, Linda Blair. I bought it. She signed it at... Um, well, what do they call that in New Jersey? Uh, Chilla Theater. Horicon Chilla Theater. I used to go to that every year and take my kids, oh. too. You know, that, it's probably the best Horicon uh, that you can go to. But that um, movie... That movie scared the crap out of me. Yeah, we, my son, my other son wanted to have two sons. One, my oldest wanted to watch it. But I don't. I just want to apologize again about the psychic. Um, the only thing I could think of that offended her that you were talking about God, and that's the only thing I, John, that's the only thing I can come up with. Well, and I do God apologize. Her, if God, that's the only her, thing I can think problem. of. That's her problem. Because no one, John, maybe, you, John maybe was not when, out of line. Uh, Jason or John or myself was not out of line. Well, maybe when, uh, what was it said, that John doesn't like princesses or queens comment? Maybe. Possibly. Oh, the first, yeah, the first line. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That might have been a bad opener. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Yeah, you know what? People offended that easy. She, if she was a psychic medium, she should have known you were going to say that and not got on the show. No, she she knew that. I I I she knew that that about the the readings. No, so it wasn't about. Yeah. She doesn't do something for free. And right. if she were dressed, she she was in here and she saw that we talked about the um, princesses, um, okay. with the with the, oh, um, with the first lady with Leslie. Yeah, because Leslie, she's all into. She likes dressing up as princesses and stuff. Yeah, whatever, okay. whatever. But I just because I know there were some people that really wanted a reading, so. But um, so, uh, who now, uh, I wrote down a couple of questions to ask you now. If you, hey, good, you, you said, wait, 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 John, you said you had some of some information about Halloween. Let me just do this first. Okay, uh, no. where would you go if you had some place to visit Halloween? Where would you go? Where would you want to go Halloween night? Cemetery. Okay, cemetery. Jay, where would you go? Uh, not Sean's house. <laughs> How about you, Jen? Where would I go on Halloween? Yeah, I mean, it don't have to be local. Like, if you could go somewhere Halloween week, Halloween I would like week. to go to like somewhere like New um, New Haven or or um, Salem or um, even somewhere like Stonehenge, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I mean, for me, I wrote down Salem, Massachusetts, would be the number one. My son and his wife. And the kids went there two weeks ago. Uh, but, you know, I was surprised. I looked up where do people go. And Gettysburg on Halloween night is considered a, a big uh, one to visit. And oh. then any of the asylums, sanitariums, that type of thing is where people go, you know, or where they'd want to go. So uh, what what uh, song, Halloween song, would you play Halloween night? Is there a song that comes to mind? that epitaphies Halloween. 
I like I know I like Thriller, but that's not that's yeah, just thriller. Thriller. I'd pick I one of those uh, CDs you get at the Halloween store that has all the cool crazy sound effects in these. Yeah. <laughs> How about Sean? <laughs> How about me? Um, you know, I I don't have one, bud, because I really never listen well, to Halloween music. Well, Thriller for me, but then if you wanted a fun song, I think the Monster Mash. That's all right. I saw a thing that that's actually like if you actually listen or look up the words, it's uh, for something pretty inappropriate. I don't know. The monster mash. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know if it's true or not. I just saw somebody post something the other day, and other people were commenting like, "Oh my god, you're so right!" Like if you look Ah. up the words and and put it all together, it's something (laughs) that's pretty. Joni says that (laughs) she liked Werewolves of London. That song. Oh okay. Yep. What so, what is the most popular costume for Halloween? The two most popular costumes for Halloween. Whatever kids movie is number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah close, but what do you think, Jen? It's it's a female costume. A witch. A princess. Nope. Queen. Nope. It's what, uh, what? Wonder Woman has been the number one over the years. And Little Red Riding Hood, the number two. Really? Hmm. Yeah, because I have seen up. neither in any parades or any trick or treat. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, you, where, where are you taking these questions from? Like, I, I looked them up online. But, he's, uh, he's on Google. <laughs> this, is, this is the problem with Google. They censor stuff, you know. If it was Donald Trump's mask, they would cut it out. <laughs> But uh, but these are the costumes that I remember as a kid wearing my Frankenstein mask that I would get I would get annoyed at some kid wearing a superhero or or, uh, you know, Wonder Woman. Oh, it's a scary day. You got to wear scary stuff. You know, that's the way I view yeah, it. But see, that takes it back to you can be whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. But to me, it you took you were taking away from Halloween being scary by not wearing scary, <laughs> you know, and I didn't like it. As a kid. No, you know, I think I think Halloween should be scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Celebrate. And then we'll have Thanksgiving, and thankful we made it through Halloween, and then uh, yep. we'll celebrate with Christmas. Huh? Thanksgiving is such a skipped over holiday, really. It is. Think, for, for decorations, <laughs> there's like Christmas we, crap everywhere. At the yeah, store Christmas already, not already one going up. up freaking thanksgiving yeah here's here's a a question for you this john might know this one what house has been recognized by the guinness's book of records for the world's haunted house amityville Amityville. no i would say that that house out in connecticut man what's it called haunting a connecticut house yeah anybody in the audience anybody wants to comment no. Why do I feel it's like called I the cut the cutting edge haunted house? Have you ever heard of this place? Oh, is that that chick from once when once when uh, out in California? It is. Her, I mean, Are you just reaching for stars now, Sean? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, she lost it. Um, her her dad, they were really big into guns, and um, she just I heard this. She just built this house to where hallways. Oh no, you're no, doors. you're thinking of Winchester. You're yeah, thinking yeah. Of Winchester. That, that one that kept on building and building and building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I went there in San Jose. But but Sean, you should have got this cutting edge. You're a butcher. Oh, 
Wow. <laughs> Cutting edge. <laughs> it's Halloween 365 days out of the year where I work. Yep. So, okay, so you want me to offend people now? I, I looked up why yeah. Halloween's a bad thing. Why? Even though I love Halloween. Okay. I'll tell you uh, the, the religious look at it, let's say. Beneath the Halloween candy's coating is a history of evil. The origin of Halloween is a Celtic festival to Samhain, lord of death and evil spirits. Their sun god was losing strength, and Samhain, lord of death, was overpowering him. Druid priests led the people in diabolical worship ceremonies in which animals, humans, and other offerings were rounded up, stuffed into wicker cages and burned to death, like the wicker man, you know, if you've seen that. Trick or treat is a reenactment of the Druid practices. The candy has replaced the human sacrifices. When you give out Halloween candy, you are in essence providing a sacrifice to false gods. Oh Jesus! That's oh that's God, that's the where'd, uh, that, where'd that come from? It was a religious site. Was that like when you Googled that one and it was like on the seventy fifth page? Did <laughs> you read a, all those? It was a yeah, I know. I, I do put page through a little bit, but uh, yeah, I found it on a religious site. Uh, I think it was a priest or a pastor wrote that. Please. You know, that, that's his view that this is uh, it's really a sacrifice to to a, a well, demon. You know? And I'm I'm going to affect some Catholics. That priest is full of shit. Yeah, all right. right. That's where I you know, I wanted it. to ask our psychic medium person if uh, she ever encountered any demonic entities in her readings and her trying to project and what she runs into. If if there were ever any demonic entities and how did you know what she saw and how did she feel about that? But she ran on us. She absconded. <laughs> well, what can we just say? I got more. That? I got more. The uh, the candlelit pumpkin or skull served as a signal to mark those farms and homes that were sympathetic to Satanists and thus deserving of mercy when the terror, which was trick-or-treat now, of the night began. So if those houses put it, it's almost being, like being passed over. You know how you put the lamb's blood on your door mm -hmm. and you passed over that's what they used to do back then with the druids right masks and costumes observers would dress in costumes like animal skins and heads they would dance chant jump jump through the flames in hope of warding off evil spirits you know the vikings did that too the uh what are they called the, the berserkers would go through a demonic ritual to feel like they are the wolf, and then they go well, on. The you know what? The berserkers, if, if I'm not mistaken, they were taking drugs that would make them freak out. They would take drugs, John. Yeah, well, yeah, they did. They had they they was witches that would give them potions, which had these drugs, you know. And there was a salve that they would put on their bodies too, and then they'd go through this, you know, getting themselves all worked up and uh, feel like they were the beast. And they'd go, the berserkers would just go kill everybody, you know. They, they'd just go to a farm and, and, and just kill everybody. But uh, where did bobbing for apples come from? Uh, I don't know. No it was idea. A, it was actually, it was a Roman ritual uh, to the goddess of fruit in 43 AD. 
So how funny would it be to watch a bunch of people with no teeth try and bob for apples? Yeah, how do you grab it? You know, it was probably for Sean. It was probably for the kids. You know, to bob for apples, the adults couldn't do it. You know, so uh, Devil's Night, which is the night before Halloween, is the worst night of the year for arson and fires. Well, see, Why is yeah, that? a long time ago, but recently, within the last ten years. No, nothing. Yeah, I don't think happen. I don't think you hear that. I tell you I what, don't. when I was a, when I was a kid in Queens, uh, Devil's Night, you know, I think it was actually Halloween night. Man, we would we would break stuff. We'd run down the street, and everybody's car antenna we would snap off. Uh, you know, we throw rocks through windows. We were we were juvenile delinquents. <laughs> That's what we did. I, That's I what remember. we did. I remember the eggs being thrown that car. Oh, yeah, the eggs, too. The soap soap in the windows. You know, we had instances where people, I remember in Queens, threw eggs at cars, and the person occasionally that would would crash, you know, lose control because it startled them so much, you know. But, you know, it's funny how you don't have a conscience when you're that young and you're just going along with everybody causing trouble. Hmm. I don't know. Who started that tradition, John? I don't know. We might have started it in Queens. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, yeah, yeah, I'm lucky I moved from there. Hey, what about know? the, uh, you were talking about the, what was it, the uh, Sam Heen or whatever? Yeah. Uh, well, there's the, uh, was it the Sam Ween, which is different. I just want to make sure you didn't get those confused together. I don't know. The it's Sam, the Sam yeah, Ween it's... is the marking of like the end of the harvest into November 1st, you know, like a celebration, not to be confused with the Sam Heen, which is referencing a demonic entity. Yeah. Right. They sound really similar. So it's, it's kind of. Thank you. Yeah. If you remember Donald Pleasance in Halloween, he was the one who brought up the Sam Hain. That's the first time I ever heard that name ever brought yeah. up was uh, in Halloween, you know. Hey, John, Joni has a question for you. She wants to know, were you born in New York City? Yeah, four years in the Bronx. Four years in the Bronx, a year in Brooklyn. Uh, I don't know, about six years in Queens, and then about 15 years on Long Island or so. And then I left New York at 31. Well, all I know is, if I'm not mistaken, Sandheim or whatever the hell it is, is the witch's New Year's. I think that's when they start. You know, that's very, very big, you know, in for the witches, for people who practice Wiccan, you know, and. Um, and, and, and Sean, you might know this one. Uh, 1973 movie. What movie convinced America to throw away their Ouija boards? Uh, in 73? It had to be 1973. Had to be The Exorcist. Did they play with a Ouija board in Nexus? Absolutely, the girl did. Yeah, that's how the original kid John Doe uh, that they called him. I can't remember his real name. His aunt uh, introduced him. The real kid involved in the storyline was a boy. Uh, his aunt in St. Louis introduced him to a Ouija board, and that's how he got possessed. He lived. The family lived in in Washington D.C., but the they were visiting with the aunt in st louis that's why when they, they couldn't unexercise the kid they brought him back to st louis to that hospital uh when, when when remember when she went to the hospital to be to have the psychiatrist looked at her and you know it's funny uh 
my my daughter lives out that way and the father-in-law said we could go visit that hospital that room where the kid was exercised uh, in the 60s or whatever it was there's a black stain on the ceiling and uh, they painted they've you know is it mold it keeps, it, it keeps coming back and coming yeah like it's is the it devil's mold, mold. it keeps coming <laughs> back keep coming. and coming back yeah it, you know so and he asked me if i wanted to go i said no i don't go anywhere near it because i think those things can attach to you you know i said i don't want to go to the hospital or the house <laughs> <laughs> you know but one of the things that was brought up was that ex halloween parties there's a lot of experimentation halloween night with seances ouija boards levitation rituals and ritual sex <laughs> takes place mm. for, for a lot of kids a lot of teens you know on halloween night you know that's these are the things that i looked up where they said that halloween is you know not the not the it's not the coolest night as opposed to sitting home with your parents watching halloween and you know having a small party you know uh, the bible the the bible warns christians the things which the gentiles sacrifice they sacrifice to devils and not to god you could not celebrate Halloween without witches. And then it names an Aztec god that I can't even pronounce. The Zoltyoff is shown naked. Is now. Yeah, naked. <laughs> Be careful. Don't mention his name. Yeah, I shouldn't have said the name, right? Yeah, no. go look in the mirror and say it three times see what happens. If you look it up, she's naked wearing a pointed hat, which is the witch's <laughs> hat, and riding a broomstick. That's where it came from. Sure, an old Aztec god. Oh, my God. Uh, and it says where you find witchcraft, you usually find nudity, divination, immorality, and occult practices. There you go. Maybe what were you we going to ask? Have brought a witch on of... tonight. What? Maybe we, we should have brought a witch on tonight. What do you think? Yeah, Jen, you must know witches. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I only no, play one on you, TV. Wait, did you see Jen? She took off that hat. She Let took me... off her witch hat. Yeah, there you go. Let me get my little black book out. I can call a number of witches. Oh, um, yeah, seriously. Um, why do witches ride brooms? Uh, well, because it was shown as that witch, the Aztec uh, goddess. Uh, she was what riding a broom. But I don't know what the purpose of riding the broom is. Yeah, why? Yeah, well, why? She didn't want to clean. Do they, do they really ride brooms? I mean, do, can they fly through the air? Uh, or is that yeah. just for kids? I think it came from this aztec thing as a kind of urban legend tradition yeah well, i like to know so i got messaged about a, a another uh story about how the jack-o-lantern came to be yeah and uh, this one's pretty interesting i don't think we covered this base uh it was about a uh, old irish myth about stingy jack who apparently tricked the devil for his own monetary gain and then uh god didn't want him in the heaven so he's been stuck here for eternity and it's talked about that uh that's when in ireland people started to carve demonic faces and stuff out of the turnips and then you know eventually mm. pumpkins or whatever to frighten away stingy jack i guess Stingy jack yeah it's an interesting yeah, probably a number of that is interesting cultures is they interesting. have their own stories sean do you know how the first werewolf was uh, created along those lines no i don't well, it was, it was King Lycan, and uh, he invited uh, Jupiter to dinner, which, if, if that's Greek, if you were Roman, 
it would be Zeus. And he served human flesh. Okay. And Jupiter was so offended that if you want me to eat human flesh, then I am going to turn you into an animal. And he, he, he left his body human, but the head of a wolf was because oh, wow. he, he served. That that's was how he got the beer wolf's head. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, uh, and, and, you know, uh, it's, on, you said Sam Ween, and I, I was thinking of Sam Adams. <laughs> too many Sams and Wolves and all yeah, that. Yeah, well, you brought that up. Like, uh, you know, like, we got, got three more. three names that start with J in here, one with an S, you know, so it's just <laughs> there's out numbers in every everything out but there. The, in the Old Testament, witchcraft and the occult were capital crimes, punishable by death. In the New Testament, witchcraft is listed among those things that are to be renounced. It's do not turn balls to, all over Jenny's head. Do not turn to <laughs> mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out and do not make yourself unclean. Uh, you know, I had read something in some of my research. I don't know, one of the books I was writing that uh, it was a quote in the Bible that God looks upon witchcraft uh, as the same capital crime like a murderer, let's say, that uh, nothing irritates him more than people reaching out to the dead, you know, for knowledge, uh, forbidden knowledge, that type of stuff. You know, but so you know what I'm going to hell. Me? You know what that tells me, Sean, is that it's real. You know, he tells you not to do it, but it's you can do it. It is real. You know. Yeah, you already said you're going to hell. You had a you had a near death experience. <laughs> hell yeah, that's true. Well, Jay, it's about that time for me space. to become the invisible man. All right, Jay, you have a good day. <laughs> okay. Don't work too hard. Yeah, don't yeah. work too hard. Three o'clock is insanely early. So oh, here yes, comes the invisible is. man. Okay. Are you signing off? Okay. Yeah, he's too tired. But right. we're going to take a real quick break and mention Carnation. And thank you so much, Carnation, for sponsoring the second hour of Jason Prophecy Radio. Yeah, thank you, right. Carnation. Does Carnation make chocolate milk? Yeah, they yeah, make. They, a, they make yeah, some they good stuff. Uh, yeah, Carnation bad. Essentials. They got yeah. them instant breakfasts. They're pretty good in the morning. You know, where you fill it up with milk and stuff like that. So, John, what's your plans for Halloween? Well, oh, wait a minute. Wait, I got more questions. Uh, what, <laughs> what, are the two, what are the two most frequent ways children are introduced to the occult? Halloween. Halloween. Nah. Yeah, Halloween and heavy metal music. Oh. Do you know that he's... Yeah. Oh, come on. The, the public schools, right, celebrate two only two holidays in public school. Do you know what they are? Christmas. Uh -oh. Not Christmas. Halloween. Well, Halloween. they used to. I don't, do they still do it, though? No. Halloween, and what was the other one? Yeah, I think uh, so. They, they still dress up for Halloween. Halloween, and what is the other one that, that the public Christmas. schools celebrate? Because these are considered non-religious events. Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, Halloween and Valentine's Day are the two that they celebrate. Yeah, here's the thing. The Pilgrims banned... Yeah, so they had Halloween. The Pilgrims banned Halloween until 1845 when the Irish immigrants came to New York because of the potato famine. Uh, they brought Halloween with them and it spread across the country. I don't know why I made this note, but the son of Seth, 
which is uh, Adam's third son, right? The right. son of Seth had a book of magic given to him by Satan. And mm. the magicians of Egypt did the same thing when they practiced their secret arts. They had a you know, book of the dead, a book of magic. But think about that. The third son, he already corrupted Cain to kill Abel. And then Seth, the third son, his son had a book of magic. That's incredible. Hmm. But the devil was there trying to corrupt, hating God and his children and humanity since the beginning. Satan's goal is to make evil seem good. And if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. That's mostly all from a religious site. Maybe I saved the soul or ruined the holiday. <laughs> oh, you didn't ruin my holiday. I don't know mm. what I'm doing Halloween night. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, you I, pass out candy to the kids? Yeah, I got. I bought uh, three bags of candy. This neighborhood for years, nobody had even come to the door. And um, this whole neighborhood has turned over. There's all kids on the neighborhood, you know, in the houses now. So I got to actually slow down how fast I drive through the neighborhood. <laughs> there's a lot of kids hey, here. Well, what, what we're given now and it, it, is um, microwave popcorn. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, is it already cooked or you're giving them? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, it's not. No, no. Uncooked. It it's uncooked. <laughs> Throw it in the microwave. That's I think brother. the parent. I think the parents will be happy because yeah, they won't have a dentist bill. You know what I mean. How many people do you get? Because that's a lot of popcorn if you get a lot. We uh, we have been averaging 130 to 140 kids. It's not going to cost you a lot of microwave popcorn. It's expensive. Well, not if you go to BJ's. Who's BJ? It's a new. It's like a Costco's. It's a new store that opened up down in Bridgeville. And, um, I'm lucky I get 20 kids, 15, 20 kids. I get one. Well, Maybe what one a lot two. of people do, Dormont, I mean, it's huge for Halloween. And uh, I mean, people come from other different parts of the South Hills, park their cars and put their and send their kids out to get more candy. I remember yeah. when growing up, we'd go out with two, three pillowcases. Oh, yeah. Fill them suckers up. I remember no. in Queens, we go through all the apartment buildings, one floor after another. These are like 12, 15 story high. I, I would just, I'd fill the whole uh, bag up. I'd go back, give it to my parents, take another bag, go out again. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably fill up six bags of candy and and uh, and bring it home. And by the time I got home, my father ate all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, the Reese's. Yeah, all the chocolate, all the baby <laughs> roots. How all about right, you, Jen? Are you guys giving out anything? I got stuff. Like I said, we only get like one or two people, kids. <laughs> you don't get very many. Well, you get to take your grandchildren out, don't you? Well, no, they're too little. Why not? Bull crap. Take them out. They're like babies. So dress them <laughs> up and take them out. No, I don't eat the candy. I'll end up eating the candy. I don't need What's it. your favorite candy? Sean, what's your favorite candy? Three Musketeers. How about you, Jen? Um, my favorite is the, uh, there's two of them. I have Heath Bar and, uh, Bridget and Ryan. Who are these people? Bridget and Ryan Bar? Uh-huh. <laughs> what's the Bridget and Ryan? Mine is the Baby Ruth Bar. <laughs> no, there's somebody in here named Bridget oh. and Ryan. What did, what did they, we don't, we're is not that, doing it. Is any... that Ryan O'Shea? No, I don't think so. 
Uh, baby are, Ruth Lars. Are, baby Ruth. Okay. Do you know this person, Bridget and Ryan? Bridget and Ryan. Our psychic bailed on us. She left. She didn't feel like there was enough energy. Sorry, Bridget and Ryan. Yeah, our psychic left. Sorry. Um, mm. I like the Snicker peanut butter. Those are good too. Bite size. The bite size. They give me heartburn now. They used Why? to be my favorite. I don't know. I, you know, a lot of stuff that's processed, bagged, boxed, canned. I can't eat that stuff anymore. You know, I have to have fresh food mostly. Oh, okay. Um, what happens when you're a senior citizen? <laughs> <laughs> um, for the last uh, half hour of the show, if you guys have any questions for John, he's a UFO fanatic, the demonic guy, um, and Sean is a ghost retired ghost hunter yep. and i am a um fiction writer if you have any questions for us i would love to uh answer some questions <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's bad when your shows kind of got screwed up because somebody when you have yeah, a so. yeah kind of sure, which, which werewolf movie do you like better werewolf of london made in 1935 or the wolfman in 1941 the one in 35 the werewolf of london yeah yeah you know um did you watch penny dreadful oh yes you know i what? did i did i not. loved it i loved it i can't deal with clowns man There's penny no clowns, dreadful she wasn't a clown no. No. No, no no she was a i don't know what she was she was like a religious a witch no she witch. wasn't a witch she was know. like a psychic well, she got pulled into it all, you know. Yeah, well, no, she, she was. She was, was a witch. Religious. Was she a witch? Remember the second season where she went to that witch's house and the yeah. witch showed her um, everything. She her, yeah. Technically, she was a witch, but the werewolf in it—they used the same makeup as Werewolf of London, where yeah. it was more like the sideburns and the, you know, the pointed, you know. I enjoyed that. Oh, that was one of the best, best shows. I couldn't yeah. believe how they abruptly ended it ended it they didn't yeah they introduced new characters right uh, uh jekyll and hyde and, and uh and and then it's like three episodes later it's over yeah <laughs> what happened was... and, and and you know what's funny i remember seeing in march they came out and said they were approved for season four so i said great there's going to be a season four what happened and then it, well you know somebody Do you think the, they probably ran out of money well the, they said the ratings weren't there but Technically, you don't have ratings on Showtime, right? HBO, other ratings. I, I guess maybe I they know so. how many people they know. There's no commercials, so what's the difference? You know, they know how many people are watching, but you know, I can't imagine people didn't watch that show. Uh, Sean, it was the all the old characters: Frankenstein, Dracula, oh really? Uh, Jekyll and Hyde. The, yeah, wasn't the, the end? Wasn't Dracula? Wait a minute. Yeah. It ended with Dracula. Yeah, Dracula took her for his bride, and the the werewolf in it, uh, and it was so cool. She called him the werewolf of God because he and I think as it developed, he was actually gonna be a good guy, right? And he I think he would have eventually been the one to fight Dracula, to fight uh the ones on the evil side, Dorian Gray and those. He was the werewolf of God, but they have a big battle. I know it's interesting. If you remember it, Jen, Frankenstein was the only one who didn't participate. Remember? Yeah. Because like he was always a loner, sad, you know, no one loved Bad him. Bad for him. Yeah. So he 
he didn't take sides in it, you know, but, but you had the evil side versus, you know, uh, the guy I, that, the guy, you know, the guy that, uh, what was his name? The one from James Bond, one of the James Bond guys. It wasn't Van Helsing. It was, you know, the, the now, aristocrat. You know what? Talk. I did watch Van Helsing. Yeah. And um, I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed that movie. I, I like the ones with the uh, what was Underworld, the four or five. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I love werewolves. She's you know? a hottie. I was in yeah. love. Oh, yeah. Her. Oh, my God. Do you know when she was first starting acting? I don't remember the director. I think it was she, one of her first movies was Pearl Harbor, right? Uh, she was the girl in Pearl Harbor. You know, I that don't the, know. Kate yeah. Beckinsale? Back, Kate Beckinsale, a, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh and and the producer or the director of that told her, with your looks, you will never succeed in Hollywood. Uh -huh. That's what he said to her. You know, he's probably a Weinstein type director uh, that was trying to, you know. But uh, I, I think she's very attractive. You oh, know, my God, she is. She's yeah, gorgeous. and she works out. You know, I saw her, something with her exercise routine for those cat suits she wears in the underworld i think she, she's probably only about five feet tall but i think she's very attractive very very attractive and yeah do you know yeah. What, yeah. since you like werewolves uh who was it the greek what did they say when you kill i can't remember now when you kill a werewolf it turns into a vampire or when you kill a vampire it turns into a werewolf i can't remember uh, they were the uh, only society that said that that it it then, when you kill it, turns into the other kind, almost like a, a moth and a butterfly, you know? Huh. I, I, I didn't hear that. Yeah. I mean, no. But, I, had, uh, I had once let done Let me like ask a, you this, yeah. John, since you're really big into horror. And I, I yeah. asked a friend of mine at work today, and he's really big into werewolves, Dracula, and all them vampires. And he says no, but I want to ask you this question. Do you think that werewolves and vampires can coexist together well uh, uh if you think about the old dracula lugosi movies he was able to control wolves mm -hmm. and i think that's always been the theme that the vampire can control they can control wolves i don't know about werewolves i've always seen werewolves and vampires as arch enemies that they would fight and and that's what i that's what yeah. i thought but if you look at it at the one uh under what was that name of the, um, that underworld in, yeah where she actually was hooked up with a werewolf man yeah caused well, a lot of stress in the families you know but mm. you know that's entertainment and they got to come up with a new idea but if you really go back into the traditions i think they were more uh enemies is what they were you know but but the wolf can be controlled by a vampire because matter of fact in the original dracula with lugosi they mm -hmm. uh, they found um uh, what's the guy's name in dublin who wrote it uh, bram stoker right, right. Bram stoker, stoker. Yeah. yeah in his notes that didn't get into the book in the movie in in his notes he had where the where the wolf dracula commanded the wolf to go in the house grab lucy and drag her out because he couldn't he couldn't enter the house he wasn't invited in right and it, remember the scene in the 
uh, Dracula one from like 92, 93, that big white wolf yeah. that, that was outdoors. Yeah. Well, in the original notes, that wolf was to go in, oh. grab her and pull her out so Dracula could take Lucy. My but that, friend did, Holly, that didn't make it in. My friend Holly says they they told Lucille Ball that she would never make it either. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's funny. You're quiet tonight. What's up with this? I, I think with Lucille Ball, I, I mentioned once that she was the one that, you know, Desi Lu Productions with Star Trek. If it wasn't for her, Star Trek would have never made it. She wanted that show done. And the first two seasons was Desi Lu Productions. Then they went bankrupt and sold to Paramount. And Paramount made all that money off the movies. They didn't even want Star Trek. And Lucille Ball got stuck holding the bag because she sold it. And, wow. and Paramount made billions off of that franchise. Oh, oh. Any questions out there? Any questions, guys? No. Sorry again that there's no psychic. So there was a link. I can't. Sean's going to have to remove the link on Pittsburgh Paranormal. I can't. Well, let me remove the link for StreamYards. There's no um, readings. The psychic is no. She's not here. She left. Bad energy. <laughs> it's bad juju. Sorry. This is a bad juju, she thought. Bad energy. Why? Maybe people personal issues because they don't feel any bad vibration. What is that? What is she saying there? Bad entry. Why? Maybe it's a personal issue because I don't feel. Yeah, I don't feel any bad vibrations. I don't either. see. I don't either. get it. I don't, I don't know, it. guys. I do apologize. I think we're a nice bunch of people. Um, you got to have some controversy in a show. You don't want everybody, what, all yeah. the hosts, saying the same thing. You know, I, I like to throw questions out that are, uh, uh, you know, that may offend you. <laughs> Wesley, there's no, um, there's no readings. I'm sorry. Do you have a question or comment for Sean or John? Who is this guy in the red robe here? Is that a ghost? <laughs> I think he... a ghost Wes Wesley, hear us. Wesley, there's no readings, son. I think it's Ebenezer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he won't answer. I don't think anyone. he was there. I, that was a ghost. Okay. That I was see. not Leslie. That was not Leslie. That was a joke <laughs> we just saw. Leslie, I'm sorry, hon. We, we're not doing any readings. Oh, geez. Here we go again. Lucille had faith in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Lucille Ball. Yeah. It was her show for the first two seasons. It Desi was? Lou, oh, Desi Lou Production. Star Trek was Lucille Ball's show. She was the executive producer of that. Desi Star Lou Trek. Production. Star Trek, absolutely. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and after the second season, they sold it to Paramount, who just wanted to get through season three and canceled it. And 20, 30 years later, they made billions off of the movies. The franchise. And Star Trek was um, one of my favorite shows growing up. Star Trek, not mm -hmm. track. Track. I never, I track, 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 whatever. Track. I wasn't really big into. I wasn't big into Star Trek. Oh, that was I my really favorite. Wasn't, man. No was, I wasn't into Star Wars. Hated Star Wars. No, I, I really couldn't get into Star Wars either. No, I love Star Trek. I think it's because you didn't had you had a problem with the princess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually I remember when it came out, Star Wars. 
and uh, I was going to take my fiance to the drive-in theater. And I said, you know what? I'm loyal to Star Trek. That's what it was. I was loyal to Star Trek and I am not going to support Star Wars. And I didn't. And I never liked it. I watched it afterwards. And uh, yeah, there you go, Joshua. Paramount made a fortune off of it. You know, and there's, there's Lucille Ball got stuck, you know, but that's business. Well, yeah. I mean, she wasn't hurting for money either. Well, I don't know. Desi Lou Productions went bankrupt, so she had to sell to Paramount. Did you watch Par that movie? Um, Which one? Sister Story, a Lucille Ball? No. no. When was that on? Oh. A while back. Yeah, I'd, I'd say like about a year that. ago. I would like to watch that. Yeah, it was very interesting. She was I one of the original it. funny women, you know, comedians. I enjoyed it immensely. Can I get rid of this guy? I'm going to kick from the studio. Jenny, oh. I, I, what I predict, what I see in your future, okay, you want me to give you a reading. I, sure, give me a reading. <laughs> I'll give you a reading. Honey. She wants giving readings now, Don. Ta -da -ta. No, yeah, give Jenny. Um, honestly, what I see for you um, is you're definitely, definitely going to have a book out within the next four years. Um, a book, a book. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a book, and it's not gonna be what you have been writing about. It's gonna mm. be something totally different. Um, mm. yeah, and you have some ideas going on in your head right now. Um, but stay away from the UFOs, the aliens, and stuff like <laughs> that because it's not gonna work for you. It's gonna be <laughs> like a totally, totally different type of genre but, that you're but, gonna write. But first, I see her meeting a 45-year-old Rico Suave. And then, <laughs> and, and then she's going to write. I book. did. I know you were going to say that. Mark. Well, she got that motivation. So that's what I see her doing. Dating a younger guy, Rico Suave. Oh, I'm looking for well, a younger man. man. John, what I see for you too, bud, is that you're going to come out with a couple more uh, books, okay? And they're not just going to be, you know, where they're at right now. You're you're gonna you're gonna like move up on on the author list with your book. Your your book's going to sell. Yeah, but uh, then again, it's not. It's more on. It's funny because with Jen, hers won't be UFO alien. Yours will. Yeah. What happened to you, Sean? You disappeared. All I see is this mouth. I'm a ghost. Are you reading? Are you reading the comments that Wesley wrote? That's that Wes Wesley is that one crazy that God always. Where am I at? What did he say? Holy shit! What shall happen? He's talking about a nuke. Go. What? He's talking about Where Russia go? is going to nuke Washington and D.C. Nah. He's so desperate, Putin. He's he's throwing the whole radiation nuke stuff out there because he's desperate he's losing that war. well i hope china doesn't have overflow overthrow united states that would this be is halloween this ain't political yeah tell me about it he's 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 thinking it is this is what i see for you sean i see myself convincing you to believe in god and you become a reborn christian oh that's what i see oh that's what i see Okay, I'll we tell you something. I'm going to share this. Share it. No, I'm not afraid to share it. You know, Joshua, when, you see a sci-fi 
you see a, a novella. I was working on a novella, sweetheart. Novella. And it's it novella. It's uh, I, it's all finished. I have to get it edited. And it's oh, about no. UFOs. I want to share what I what happened to me in the experience Go ahead, that I had share. up in Erie. We did the Hinsdale House, and I decided to go over to Erie for a couple of days. And uh, they were having an Irish festival at this one church. So I walked into church and sat down. And honest to God, I just bust out in tears. That's I what I'm telling you. Bust out in tears. Honest to God. It was, you know, it was, um, I don't know. It, I, I could not understand why I was breaking that. I'm going to it work was, on uh, It was a hard cry. It was a hard cry. I'm going to save your soul oh, because God. right now your soul's in jeopardy from the things you've, you've told us about your near death experience. When I'm you, retired. when you, you talked about your near death experience, you got my attention and cause they're not supposed to be bad. 99% mm. of near death experiences are positive. Yours wasn't. So mm. you need to become a reborn Christian to find your soul. Well, I, I can work on you and I think I'll no, convince it ain't going to work. It will. You can talk to me. You can. It just won't work. You know, the way I look at that and, you know, John, I have to say that I'm very grateful that you that you think of that. I, I really am grateful for that. But I just give it to spirit. See what he has to say about it. Maybe I'll go back to church. I don't know. I have a hard time. But you, you see the spirit then? Who is who? What is spirit to you? Well, if you look at the people who are very spiritual, they say spirit. They don't say God. They don't say Jesus Christ. You know, um, I I say spirit because there's some there was something out there that saved my ass for 31 years without taking a drink. 33 years without what taking a drink. What makes you not think? Yeah, why don't you think it's, it's not? What's that? It's a guardian angel. It's a spirit. It's a guardian angel. It's your guardian angel. That's what it is. Well, I'm wondering, you know, I, you ever I see the means where the, the guardian angel's sitting like this? You know, like, oh, my God. Yeah, like I thinker. have one of those. Yeah. Like, that, he's worn yeah. out. Like, the thinker, yeah, you wore him out. But I think you're misinformed about a lot of things in the Bible and the devil. The devil... Uh, Satan, you you said what? Satan's name is mentioned two or three times, a couple of times, one time. But well, there there are a ton of quotes in the Bible. Twenty percent of everything Jesus said was to combat evil and demons and the devil. You know, but he, a lot of times. But then again, we can get into this. But then again, they considered a, the devil a separate entity, Satan as a separate entity, and Lucifer as a separate entity. So who's I know, right? Who's I, right? I know one of the religions does. I'm not 100% sure that that's the Christian faith that considers them separate. I know somebody does. Maybe it's Jewish. I don't know. That they're two separate beings, almost like the Antichrist is a human, and that's a separate person right. from, from the but devil. see, if say. you look at the Dead Sea Scrolls, they find the book of Thomas, right? Yeah. You know. And Thomas, and the reason why his book never got into the Bible was because he did not believe that he had to go to a four-wall building with a right. hundred other people to pray to get God's love to where he can go 
sit out in the trees, the grass, the flowers, the water. Well, I agree with that. That's the, where that's where I'm comfortable at. Yeah. The Booker that's Thomas was my favorite for years and years. It probably still is because, like you said, he believed in the, the spirit of God that it was it's in everything. You don't yeah. have to go to a church. If you think about it, Jesus didn't go to churches. He was on, you know, on, on beaches. He was in fields, on mountains. He didn't have a building that he was in. He didn't go to the synagogue to preach. So I think Thomas's uh, probably falls more in line with the fact that, you know, if you believe God's in everything, in everything, yeah. you know. You know, I'll tell you a little quick story. Uh, like I said, I became reborn Christian in probably 2016. But I've been praying and praying and praying for uh, my son, his his kids, my grandkids, his wife to find. And I don't want to go into details, but, you know, so what happens? It's like this is divine intervention. You know, I, I notice how when his kids are with my daughter's kids in St. Louis, everybody's so happy, you know. And, and then here they're kind of more shut away, homeschooled, you know, no, you know, there's a lot of stuff there with COVID and all of that. So I, and what happens out of the blue, my son changes jobs, nearly doubles his salary, enabling him to move. He puts his house up in Irwin up three days. He sells it. it only came down a few thousand dollars, sold it, finds a house six doors from his sister is buying it you know they're they're building it the property is there and uh he'll be moving december 1st and i had been praying and praying for months for some intervention there to help him and his wife and the kids unfortunately i lose them now from here because right. they're moving but i think the two families growing up together and the kids being almost the four of them all the same age and now Oh, I can't tell you the other news, but I, I think that'll be the best thing for the entire family there is for them to all be together. Yeah. And it's out of yeah. the blue. He, he basically almost doubled his salary, you know, a wow. hundred thousand dollars more than what he was making, you wow. know, and he's able to move now. So it's like, wow. Right. But, you know, and I feel that came from my asking and asking, not praying for myself, but for them. Right. No, prayer so, does work. And there's been so many things that have happened like that, that I said, you know, that it proves over and over again to me that God's real. God is real. Oh, God yeah. is real. I believe it. Yeah. And when you don't ask for things for yourself, for selfish reasons. That is, you know, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, if you pray for a lottery ticket, you're just not going to get it, you know? No, every yeah, morning when I wake up, I, I always say, you know, help me, Lord. I say it all the time. Yeah. But you know, Every when time I, was, I say, help me, Lord, when I go to bed at night, yeah. um, I say, thank you. That's why I but say. But you said you didn't believe in God. It's You're in there. It's, the hell out of me. He's lapsed. His belief is lapsed. lapsed. And now, I'm going to God get Jesus. Is Jesus God? He's the Son of God. It is. God, the, son of God. the Father, God, the so Son, God, the Holy Spirit, so God is very spirit. Trinity. There's yeah, Trinity. I mean, it is spirit. It's spirit. It's absolutely it's spirit, spirit, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. One day we're going to have, I'm going to come out and have a cup of coffee with you, John. We got to get Jen to meet there, too. Yeah. I haven't seen Jen here in 10 years. You know? <laughs> 2012? Probably, yeah. When you were a field investigator for me. Yeah. I'll tell you something else that happened. 
when I had that thing in the house, right, my dog would signal to me when it was here, and he would go crazy, barking and spinning around and stuff. Well, and it was in the house, making noises, all just like the Exorcist movie. Everything you saw in her bedroom was going on in this house and in my bedroom, right? So I get up one morning, go downstairs. My dog's laying there in the living room. He can't get up, can't lift his head up. I don't understand what was going on. I, I put him, and he's 108 pounds. I put him in a sheet so I can carry him. And uh, he was in bad shape, you know? And I think it was this demon that that injured the dog. Turned out it was Lyme disease, right? Oh, wow. oh geez. Lyme yeah. disease is bad. Yeah, it was Lyme disease is what it was. But So I'm taking him to the vet, and they're giving him shots and stuff. And it, it, he's like, I take him home, and he can't lift his head up. He's falling down. He's in bad shape, right? I'm praying and praying and praying. At the same time, I was told, my sister called me and said, that uh, John, mom has kidney failure renal failure right and then my brother had something else with his thyroid they thought it was thyroid cancer right this is all going on at the same time that this entity is in the house i'm praying every night for the dog for my brother for my mother i get up one morning right it is after a week of praying let's say the dog is fine boom like that walking around moves his head everything is fine it's gone Right. My sister call says, no, it, it, it uh, my brother ended up with um, I think he just had to take thyroid pills. He was fine. And then my mother did not have renal failure. It was dehydration. Oh, but the doctor said renal failure. Right. So in one week, three things, miracles took place. And I felt I felt it was from praying. But the way my dog turned around like that. It, it was incredible. And I think that that entity here was a demon and it was harming my dog because that dog was protecting me. And it let me know every time that when the thing was here, it, it, it just went crazy. It let me know. It was probably. Yeah. There's power in prayer. Absolutely. That's the you, should, you should always get up every morning and be grateful for what you have. Oh, yeah. Every absolutely. morning, no matter yeah, where absolutely. you're at. And I, I like going to the non-denominational church for the sermon, but I do go to the Catholic church uh, maybe uh, once a quarter, or twice a quarter, let's say. And I go out to Latrobe for the Latin mass. Oh, the Latin mass. My son loves yeah. the Latin mass. Yeah, they do in Latrobe. They do the yeah. Latin mass. I used to go twice a year. I think it's probably been a little longer than that right now. I haven't been out there. But to me, to hear it in Latin, because I believe in the ritual and the power of the words. And I've read enough exorcist stuff from Malachi Martin and Gabriel Amorth mm -hmm. that when you, the demons have said, as a matter of fact, in one of the books, he, they were saying in English and the demon said, you know, that doesn't work. So they brought a different priest in and he said it in Latin and the thing was screaming and crying. No, no, no. Yeah. And it exercised them right out because you say those words for a thousand years in the ritual by a true priest that's clean and uh, it works and the devil cannot. He resist. doesn't like Latin. No, he, he doesn't like Latin because that was the original strength of the ritual and he cannot resist the name of jesus cannot 
That's why you never say, I command you. I want you to leave. You don't say that. I always said, Jesus Christ commands you to leave. Have you, have you ever listened to um, Marshall Taylor? Mm -mm. Uh, I on have. YouTube? I, he's I he's great. Like I like yeah, him. I'm trying to get him for your show. That's going to be your Christmas Oh, I would love to. He wrote the um, book on um, how infiltration, how um, Satan has infiltrated the Catholic Church. He wrote a oh, book. I, I got that book. Oh, I'd like to read that, you know, but I've said to people, it just came up the other day, uh, or maybe on a different, uh, I was on a couple of podcasts last week, uh, you know, it came up about the pedophile priests and everything. And I said, my view of that is that the uh, Catholic Church did not recruit them. That was the devil having these people target the church to harm it. That's exactly what he did. He saw an opportunity there because they're celibate to bring these pedophiles and gay men in there and cause this havoc for the church. Who would want to destroy the Catholic church the most? Satan. He was behind it. The church yeah, didn't recruit that. these people. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, that's the way I view it. I take an alternative view to that, you know? Everybody okay. just wants to blame them, and they should have done more. They, have, they absolutely should have, but... Uh, they got infiltrated is what they got. As a matter of fact, there was a ritual performed back in the 70s. It, it, one night, I can't think of what the, the ritual, uh, God, I wish I could remember it. It was a, a, a bishop in the Vatican and I think a bishop in South Carolina. And it was something to consolidate demonic power with the Vatican. I mean, you could look it up. I can look it up for next week. It was a it was a headline in the Italian newspaper. The devil is is in the Vatican. Had, uh -oh. the, the devil had entered the Vatican. It's getting close. And there was a, yeah, there was a name to it as far as the ritual that was performed. Okay, we're well, always coming to the witching hour. I'm sorry about tonight's mishap, but there's always next week. But um, if you think you'd be a great guest for the show. Give us a call. Give us a um, drop on a direct message on Facebook or YouTube. I want to thank you all for commenting and sharing your thoughts. Yep. And remember, what's this saying? <laughs> Sean, I was going to say something else. <laughs> I almost, I was going to steal your line. Happy hunting. No. Um, make sure it. you listen Go to um, Sean Kelly yep. on um, Next. Into the Night. What? What's that, hon? Yeah, into the night. UPRN Radio 105.3 in, in about yeah. 10 minutes. Definitely. And thanks again for tuning in to Chasing Prophecy on FM 105.3 New Orleans, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. Have a great night, guys. Good night. What are you Happy thinking? Halloween. I got a question for next week. Go ahead, go. See ya. <laughs> okay. All right, bye. Bye. bye.